So, hello back and welcome to the next episode of the Self-Development with Tactics podcast. And as you might can hear, my voice is a little bit fucked. Because yeah, yesterday I have slept for five fucking hours, which is not the thing you should be doing. And I do I, I do kind of have now the chance to, to really emphasize it a little, bo- a little bit more that your health is actually fucking valuable. Please, do not be like me and do not sleep. This is the dumbest shit you could ever do. And I do not know why I am doing it either. But, um, yeah, I do just had to to do something yesterday. Um, my my scheduling software was just, just some kind of broke and everything was, wasn't quite working as it should be working. And therefore, it, you know, today I would have had to manually manually post every single post on a day which are eight and this is quite a lot amount so i uh yeah i quite decided to just change it and it took me until 12 a.m actually yeah 12 a.m which is so midnight actually which is yeah not the best thing to do actually because yeah then i really didn't get too much sleep uh, what it actually shouldn't be like, but I do have to, yeah, um, yeah, I do hope that the audio quality still is good, I just, you know, did a little bit with the setting, so that it might be a little bit better, actually, and yeah, but as you can see in the background, and I'm fucking pumped for this one, because this is actually one of the most valuable books, because it's actually a program, as I know, um, that I've ever been discussing on this whole channel, besides, yeah, in my whole life, besides Dale Carnegie's books, and so on. Um, but we will move on with Tony Robbins' book, uh, How to Create Change That Lasts, or How to Create Lasting Change, actually, and we will go ahead with preframing where we have stopped uh, the last time. So Tony Robbins says, Uh, says to tell someone in advance what to pay attention to and what it means. It's the most powerful way to change someone. The preframing works like the placebo effect, which is extremely powerful. Um, And I do, yeah, I've been going through this one. Uh, We are are actually going ahead with... uh, Am I fucking... I think the preframing one, I've done this because it just seems to be really... Preframing, framing, preframing, um, blah, 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 we're we'll uh, placing the reality, I have not nothing to do, you're gonna be, uh, yeah, I've definitely, yeah, yeah, so we will just go ahead with reframing, Tony Robbins says that reframing actually happens when someone has a problem, no, yeah, there you go. It doesn't matter, we just go ahead with this one. So that you get actually the value from the last episode and additional value to it. <laughs> just to sell it a little bit more or better. Um, so Tony Robbins says that preframing happens when someone has a problem and you change what it means. What things mean is determined to what you compare and contrast them to. An example of John Belushi would be, he forgot how life was when he was struggling. You make sure you never forget your roots. The ultimate frame of reference for Tony was taking his kids some of the worst places or to some of the worst places. And this is actually a gift that um, maybe even if it sounds pretty fucking dumb and just some kind of, I'm not that quite sure. 
uh, really poor people have quite an opportunity um, or an advantage than or compared to the rich ones or some kind of in the middle ones because they actually know what it is like to to really be poor and do not have nothing. And this is actually the thing that Tony Robbins also uh, emphasized and quite emphasizes uh, quite often in his interviews and or speeches and so on that um, not like he's saying, yeah, I came from a very poor background or something. No, totally not. But um, if you know his biography or just his story, you know that, um, yeah, he is actually from a pretty poor family. He had four, I guess, yeah, four dads. And so everything was a little bit, hmm, yeah, you know, it's, it was, and do just have to see if the audio is right, because it seems to be a little bit too, uh, seems to be a little bit too, um, too silent, actually, but I do not know, so it should be fine, I guess, uh, maybe, actually, to be quite sure, do it like this. Yeah, should be fine. Um, so actually, he comes from a very, very poor background. Uh, he moved from home when he was 17 and then worked for his kind of mentor. And, uh, you know, he really has the perspective and the contrast to the life he has now, um, which makes him just more grateful than people who are just quite used to the luxurious life or uh, luxury in general. Um, therefore, it is, yeah, a kind of opportunity if you are just, or if you were, just poor, if it, even if it's just, you know, quite sounds a little bit dumb. But yeah, uh, make sure you compare yourself to what empowers you and make sure what you reframe for the people you speak to align with their core values and beliefs. Yeah, totally. If you just, you know, talk about something or compare their situation with something they do not value or that aren't their goals, nothing will work because they just be like, yeah, okay, you know, it's it's something I actually do not care about, so why should I care about what you're saying? And therefore, just, you know, really tackling or attacking their values and or beliefs is just great because if you say like, yeah, uh, you want to die, but, you know, your daughter will just miss you and will just have a miserable life, maybe. And then the woman is like, which is actually an example of him, uh, just from the upper part, and if you just really want to know this one, uh, just go to the, uh, not to the last episode, but the episode before, and, and watch it, or to listen to it, whatever, or wherever you are. Um, um, but then he is, may or she is actually maybe like, yeah, you know, I just, you know, my girls, and my, my uh, children, and my family is pretty valuable to me, so I won't kill myself, even though I, I want to, but for the sake of my children, I won't. Um, therefore, it's just pretty important to to actually being able to do this, to, uh, you know, reframe someone's uh, thought patterns or just actual thoughts. You just really kind of have to know them or kind of be able to ask them questions to really understand their world because everyone is living in a different world. And I will just underline it now once again. We are all individuals. It is very important and, you know, really keep that in mind. We are all individuals and we all behave some kind of differently, even though, yeah, there are some kind of patterns and also in terms of body language and all this stuff. But in general, or just in the, in the big picture, we are all individuals. Yeah, an example would be, if I value learning and you reframe something as having fun, it's not as powerful. It's better if 
if done with questions and after you interrupted a pattern so they pay attention, if they're in a stuck state, it won't work. Totally. Um, this is a little bit of a bad example, maybe the, the next one will be better. So your friend, friend complains about the dates he has been going to are a failure and you say maybe God is protecting you from these men because he has someone special lined up. And this is actually a pretty good example for the... Um, for the uh, yeah actual reframing process, so you just you know put it in another context, you know just said it easily. <clears throat> um, content reframing uh, gives some input they didn't have, or tell them something they believe is not true. Uh, in terms of something they do not have is quite like knowledge, I think. If someone just has an opinion of something and doesn't actually know the real facts, by giving him or her the real facts, this would actually be a good or fucking good opportunity to just, you know, create another context for him or just reframe them because, yeah, then they actually have the real knowledge or the real informations and therefore um, really can just uh, do have to make a little little bit yeah is this working i hope no a little bit too loud actually so 1.3 yeah this is yeah this should be great is it great i hope i hope it's not too loud because this is actually also not the best thing but i do not have to shout which is which is good so i think this is good now i hope um yeah so i, I just wanted to say something initially uh yeah, just knowledge, because then they just have the knowledge and therefore their opinion might change because they just thought about something differently because they didn't know all the facts. Yeah. Deframing. Tony Robbins says, Deframing is when someone is caught up in something and you destroy the frame of reference. For example, someone complains about something trivial, then a guy on a wheelchair passes by and says, if you can help, as he can eat anything. So, and... And he passes by and says, if you can, help as he can't eat anything. I don't know what this has to do with the wheelchair, but I do just think about it like, yeah, okay, you know, somebody is just dwelling about something like their likes on Instagram or their likes on Facebook or whatever, some some just really stupid shit. Then, you know, some, some guy in a wheelchair comes across and be like, yeah, don't dwell around, you have your legs, and you can walk, and you can do sports, and there's a lot I cannot do, and you're actually able to do them, so just be fucking grateful for what you have, actually. <laughs> An example, um, your child who's complaining about eating his peas, and you say, you know, there are a lot of children in the world who are starving and would love to have a piece uh, to eat. Totally right, actually. Uh, step three is interrupt the pattern. Tony Robbins says that all change is the interruption of pattern. Once you understand that, all gets easier. You interrupt the pattern and bring resources like confidence, calm, grit, etc. from other realms of the personality and if uh, they don't have any, from other people. People are subject, people are subject to a pattern of focus and beliefs psychology and language which puts them in a certain state and give them certain emotions. Ideally, you interrupt all three, like language by itself won't do. Yeah, just, you know, by interrupting someone like he's just speaking and you just interrupt them, it won't work. They might just actually be pissed off. 
Um, but I do actually see now some kind of pattern, and this is the great thing. If you do know some of Tony's videos where it's just some kind of curing somebody and helping somebody or just, you know, um, helping them out of their misery, um, it is really then great to actually see and understand what he is doing. So I, I all the time thought like, yeah, okay, he is obviously doing something, but I don't know. And, you know, it just seems to be like, yeah, okay, I don't know. But here is just everything that, that he does. And the first thing that, um, or just now, the, the first thing that I've just recognized that he is actually interrupting someone by language. So it's just, you know, when he is speaking, he just starts to speak. And um, often he does something like, um, talks about something way different than the actual person is talking about or the actual problem is. So then he's just interrupting two things uh, with one try or with one action, like the language and um, his thoughts or thought patterns. But uh, we go on and actually see if I'm quite right or not. Interrupting the pattern is key. People often fail to change because they try to change pattern before first interrupting the old one. Ideally, you want to, to interrupt the pattern as fast as possible. Kill the monster when it's small and before it's ingrained in the system. And therefore, yeah, it's actually kind of kind of really... Um, kind of really hard and tough to, to change really old people's mind minds because, you know, they just, you know, are so long on this earth and they do just have their beliefs for so long and changing them is like, yeah, it's just telling somebody that they shouldn't walk like, you know, uh, like, uh, like, uh, I don't know, <laughs> bad example, sorry. <laughs> Um, yeah, so any pattern which is continually broken will eventually be changed. You have to scratch that old CD so that you can't go back. Ah, you can break the pattern physically, throw water on them, pain, slap them, take them into a more positive future, change the language pattern. Next time you feel depressed, say, thank God I'm not a cockroach in Bulgaria and repeat 20 times a day. <laughs> actually, actually a good one. So, but, but this is actually another thing that I kind of believe in, which is uh, repetition. And I do think by just repeating certain things over and over and over again, in terms of you actually saying them or you listening to them, which is uh, what I kind of have experienced with all the motivational speeches I've been, been really listening to. And you probably have just kind of experienced as well with music. So if you're just, you know, listening to the same track over and over and over again, you just know the lyrics of it um, without actually just listening to the to the lyrics themselves, but just you know it's a byproduct of the whole listening experience. And this was the same thing as I was you know listening to motivational speeches. I did just have all these these patterns and all these lyrics in my mind, and therefore I believe in it. You know this really changed my mind because I did have all these patterns in my mind because I knew the lyrics, I knew what part of uh, which motivational speech comes up if I listen to them and so on and so on and so on. And therefore, um, if you are struggling with motivation uh, on my channel, which uh, is linked down in the actual podcast description, so not in this episode description because there you can't click anything and so it's, it's not that, that working well. So in the podcast description, there is a link to all my social media links I have. 
and there if you just open it or just click on it, there will be some kind of menu to, to really choose uh, where you want to go. So there's YouTube and Instagram and Facebook and all this good stuff. And there I want you to, to choose YouTube and go to my playlist. And there you can see a playlist with all the motivational speeches I have been listening to in my really dark days or in the days I just quite needed them. Even though I just think about like, yeah, it would be actually good to, to listen to them again because... Yeah, it, it was fun, first of all, I learned a lot, and maybe I do have some kind of lost, some patterns or some, some thoughts, which is then always good to, to just remember. Report and common mistakes. It's good interrupting the pattern with elegance and with report. Sometimes it's not possible for Tony to build relationships first, and he gotta inter intervene right away. But then he doesn't keep breaking pattern, but builds report. Uh, or report is a double P, so uh, I don't know. There is a fine line between breaking a pattern and destroying report. Attention, not to get too offensive, but also don't make it too subtle or expected. Uh, question. The simplest way to break someone's pattern and rewire someone's brain is with questions. Outrageous. The more outrageous and unexpected it is, the better. Somet something gross, bizarre or sexual. And this is actually the part where... and I. Maybe, you know, some of these three, four, yeah, four, ex uh, four examples they just uh, have written down right after this, this one. Uh, might be actually the story that I'm going to tell you right now. If so, I will skip this one, but I do just really want the story. Uh, I want to tell the story by myself. So um, this is actually also a story. Um, there was a guy who was suicidal and he didn't, you know, want to live. And so Tony made, made just some kind of jokes of him. So he was like, yeah, um, he was listening to him at the first place and then he just started smiling. So Tony was smiling, I guess. And then the other guy was smiling as well. And then he said, yeah, you know what? You're just, you know, fucking up the whole situation. Don't smile. You you know, you're just the, the really seriousness, uh, serious, seriousness is going away. Don't do this and so on. So he was there, first of all, choking a little bit around. Um, then he was coming down the situation again and, uh, you know, was was listening to him again. And then he just said, yeah, is it because of your red shoes? And the guy was, what? Uh, uh, no. And, and something like this. And then Tony said, yeah, like, they are red. Yeah, they are red. And this is just the thing that they talk about as uh, really destroying the pattern or intervening the pattern or the thought pattern to be a little bit more precise. Um, which is actually, and which makes actually makes sense because he is just kind of stunned. You know what does he mean with the yeah, if it is the if it are the the red shoes or whatever. You know, um, he just you know. The first uh, initially he was just thinking about being suicidal, telling his story and so on, and then something like this comes up and he's like, yeah, whoa, I don't know what's going on right now. So, but yeah, let's see. Example one. Tony was receiving people who were okay when they walked. When they walked in, then they would sit down and started talking about their problems and getting sad and crying. And he would scream, hey, we don't even start here. And he would have them to convince, convince him that they wanted to change. Okay, yeah, you, you can definitely see that it is a really, really thin line between actually just some kind of making them even more sad and actually just creating this and uh, this kind of um, breaking pattern thing, um, which actually, at my point of view, comes up to who you are. 
Um, in terms of Tony, who is just, you know, really famous for being able to change persons and or people or thoughts or whatever, it is quite easy for him because people just trust him, first of all, and they won't get just mad at him. If you're just going up to, to somebody, you know, maybe it's even your, I don't know, spouse or your friends or whatever, and you just, you know, talk like Tony, people might not be that nice to you as well. So they might be like, yeah, just fuck up, man, and, and help me even though you want to help them, but they, they don't get it. But yeah, example two, a gold medalist who's afraid of public speaking, but he is so confident we, when he is playing his discipline. Tony got to interrupt the pattern of the audience being such a scary place. So he brings the positive emotions, emotions, beliefs and psychology he has for the competitions to public speaking. That's the core of change. Interrupt the pattern and bring resources where they are needed. And I do hope... Uh, yeah, it's it's quite hard with these examples, especially when they are so short. Um, but I do hope you get something out of it, and you can just think for yourself uh, of something that um, might be an example, or you know, some sort of situation where you can just use it by yourself. Example three: They bring in uh, a patient, yeah, a patient to Tony's original teachers, John and Richard. Uh, who didn't speak and hadn't said a word for 10 years. They brought him in and said with the challenge, see what you can do with this one. Uh, the guys tell them to go out and leave them alone. John tells Richard, lock the door. Lock the door? Lock the door, shouting. And the pulse of a knife proceeds to denude the patient. Wow, now did speak. Ah, I, ju I just understand it, yeah. Because, yeah... You just have to, to kind of watch it as or um, see it through this patient's eyes or patient's eyes. Um, he's like in this room, I don't, she, uh, he, he, she or whatever, um, doesn't know what's going on. And so he comes in the room with two weird guys he have never seen before. And then, <coughs> sorry, and then they just say, lock the door. And I think he was just so fucking scary what will happen right now. And through this scarceness or scarceness, whatever it is called, um, he just started to talk. Because he was scared and because it was maybe the only thing he could have done. Some sort of. Example 4. A guy uh, whom said he was Jesus is taken to the same teachers. The guy goes, excuse me, I understand you used to be a carpenter. And he goes, uh? Ah, yeah, yes, you are Jesus, aren't you? Yes, my son, okay. I'll be back. That's a slight pattern interrupt. He didn't introduce himself as a doctor or anything and just leaves him hanging. Now Jesus isn't so certain. Uh, okay, I, I get it. It's, it's quite hard, actually. So he goes back with the tape and brings in hired people to build a cross with giant nails. The guy asks what they are doing and Richard goes, well, you're Jesus, right? Oh yes, my son. Well, then you know where we are here. Barely three minutes and he went back to being John Jay. He, he took shock therapy, he took drugs, he took analysis, but he wasn't ready to, to be crucified. The more intense it is, the more effective it is. So you can t then just, yeah, now kind of just see that uh, interrupting a pattern is often done by really just scaring somebody or just bringing the real truth to them or bringing to them to, to their to really to their really edge i would say yeah for this guy uh, who meant he was jesus the cross would actually be the worst thing 
and to just imagine what they did if he was like, yeah, okay, it's okay, just nail me on this fucking cross or crucifix and everything is good. Uh, I just really, really want to really know what, what they did then. Uh, with the locked door guy, yeah, I do it. It's also some kind of scare, uh, scarciness or whatever it is called. Uh, to the public, so to the public uh, speaking guy, I do want to read it again. So gold medalist who's afraid of public speaking, but he is so confident when he's playing his discipline. Tony got to interrupt the pattern of the audience being such a scary place. So he brings the positive emotions and beliefs and psychology he has for the competitions to public speaking. Yeah, it's it's not quite an example, it's just, you know, what he did. So, yeah. Pattern recognition. When you learn to see the pattern, you can anticipate what's going to happen. We need to learn their evaluation process, noticing the state they're in, the questions they ask themselves, and the neuro, the neuro association they have. If we can help a person see how the evaluation is the source problem, we can show them a way to solve them. Yeah, that's actually true, and therefore I actually do want to just uh, emphasize more that actually being able to to ask them questions and to interact with them a little bit more is, I think, some kind of crucial because then you just are able to understand their patterns and you know what their world is like, and therefore, which reminds me actually on the upper part of this of this article, he was talking about yeah, like asking just really simple questions like yeah, what's your worldview like? Uh, do you want to live long or some kind of thing like this so just really basic questions but they just kind of describe how they are seeing the world and therefore I would also uh, refer you to uh, or invite you to to really uh, listen to the last episode Uh, yeah step four define the problem in solvable terms somebody says they are depressed now they are not no they are not depressed they are bored they are living life under someone else's terms and you redefine a situation in a way which is addressable. So an example would be, Bob wanted to kill his wife and children. Tony asks him what's good, what's a good life for him and then tells him that he is trying to be something he is not. Tony tells him to fuck the idea of responsible father which is shackling him. He says there is no point in waiting for something he can get back to living the life he dreamed right now and improve the life of the people around him by being a better person. Um, So to just summarize it, uh, if I've just uh, read it, some kind of shitty. Yeah, he just wants to kill his his wife and uh, his children. And Tony said that, yeah, you can just not be an responsible father and just be the person you want to be because... By being the person you actually want to be, you're helping yourself and the people around you. Because I do think his wife and his fucking children are really scared of their father. He says everyone loves loves a comeback. It's boring having been greed, great, sorry, great all the time. But the person who makes a comeback and gets even stronger, that's what everyone loves. He tells him he's a man who likes to ride and boogie. So tells him to close his eyes and imagine how it would feel to get up, uh, give a kiss to his give a kiss to his kids, get on his Harley and Bob describes his surroundings and feel the window on his face. Then he goes back and grabs his wife and makes the most passionate love he was, he is ever, or he has actually, has ever done. As he speaks, Bob has the biggest grin on his face. He plays Born to be Wild and now he's moving and dancing and singing. 
Therefore, if I have understand it correctly, it is also just some kind of, you know, just asking the right questions. Like, yeah, what's what's what would a good, great life be for you? And just do that. Um, just maybe bring it in a position where you can actually be doing what you actually want to do in the position you are right now. Yeah, you have kids and you have a wife. Am I fucking them over? Uh, but I do actually think that his kids are actually pretty important for him and his wife. But he's just not not really happy with, with the whole situation. Therefore, asking him, yeah, what would you like to do? And putting it into the right position and right framework is just working. Step three, create new empowering alternatives. Tony Robbins says that it's key to find out what vehicles people use to meet their needs. Once you know, you must set a new empowering alternative. People need a new way of thinking, of focusing, new psychology, new beliefs, new emotions. Any behavior for the belief that gets reinforced constantly will become automatic. Be on the watch for someone's words. And to change, associate pain with the current behavior and associate pleasure with the new behavior. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I do have to read it again. So Tony Robbins says that it's key to find out what vehicles people use to meet their needs. So either, yeah, maybe they are drinking, maybe they are smoking, maybe they are abuses with some other shit, maybe they are going outside, maybe they are working, maybe they are uh, hanging around with people to meet their needs, maybe they just be for themselves and watch Netflix and do some shit like this. Yeah. Once you know, you must set a new empowering alternative. People need a new way of thinking, of focusing, new psychology, new beliefs, new emotions, any behavior thought or belief that gets reinforced constantly will become automatic okay i do think i just kind of got it step six condition it to empt the new empowering alternatives you must use it every day doing it of course uh doing is of course the simplest way and tony robbins also proposes anchoring and incantations or incantations whatever so an anchor, an anchor is creating an association between a specific stimulus and a specific state. An anchor is created anytime someone in an intense state, like depression, anger and or love, either positive or negative, and while they are at the peak of that state, someone constantly does anything unique. So an anchor is just, you know... Yeah, you create the anchor for yourself that you, when you just sit down there alone and watch your favorite episode, you are feeling good and you are relaxed. I see this as an anchor, some sort of, or I just feel like this is what, what an anchor means, actually. So an anchor is created anytime someone in an intense state, like depression, anger, or love even, either positive or negative, and while they are at the peak of that state, someone constantly does anything at the peak of the state, Someone constantly does anything unique. Okay, so create an anchor or anchor or whatever. The actually funny thing is that you might be actually listening to this podcast on anchor. And if you might know, actually it was it was today. Actually, to be to be really honest, um, Spotify bought anchor, and therefore um, they just uh, was telling like yeah they they created something good for all the people who are just podcasting right now and. Uh, also for for the uh, Spotify creators and so on. So I'm quite excited what um, comes to me and what comes up or what they come up with. Uh, either find someone, uh, so to create an anchor, 
or anchor or whatever, either find someone in a, sorry, in a peak state or create it. You can just ask them how was it when they felt amazing. The amount of emotional intensity is key. Now consistently do something unique and to test it, take them out of their, of their peak state and fire the anchor. Ah, so I, I do now get it. It's, it's not something like you do for yourself some sort of, but uh, you just create it for someone to, to some kind of cure them. Which means that um, I've often seen that, that Tony is like, yeah, um, snipping and some kind of clapping or some, some shit like this. So actually telling somebody maybe, yeah, uh, you know, uh, remind yourself of something that's really, really positive and you really like and so on. And just snipping all the time and create something uh, for them that's, that's you know, really unique. What they just, you know, never do, like maybe... Uh, I don't know what what would like uh, telling yourself you're good, I'm okay, and all these things while you're uh, snapping. Maybe this would then create an anchor. So I do just want to read it again. Sorry, either finds either find someone in a peak state or create it. You can just ask them how was it when they felt amazing. The amount of emotion emotional intensity is key. Now consistently do something unique, and to test it, take them out of their peak state and fire the anchor. Collapsing an anchor. Create a series of positive ones which are more powerful than the negative ones. Incantations. When you speak aloud with absolute certainty and you repeat it and repeat it, they can overdrive beliefs. You have to do, with your, you have to do it with your whole body and, int and intensity and believe in it. Tony, as a youngster, would do that for hours and hours vibrating. An example, Tony's daughter waiting for the BF to call and was getting impatient. Then he calls and he screams at it. Then he calls and she screams at him. Then Tony explains she is conditioned him not to call. So I do just have to read again, sorry. Tony's daughter uh, is waiting for the best friend or boyfriend, I think boyfriend, to call and was getting impatient. Okay, so this this really peak state of, of emotions is the impatience. Makes sense. Then he calls and she screams at him. So her boyfriend calls her and she screams at him. Okay, check, I get it. Then Tony explains she is condition, conditioning him not to call. So he just... Or she just tells him not to call. Okay, but but I hope you get it. I hope you get something out of it. I don't know. Step 7. Relate to environment and higher purpose. Therefore, uh, if you do not get it, and I do not get it as well, so I'm not really able to explain it to you, I do really invite you to, to really go to YouTube and just watch for uh, or look for videos of Tony Robbins actually making these things or actually kind of look them up by yourself. So like... Yeah, making an anchor and all these things to, yeah, uh, to really be sure that you understand it. Step seven, relate to environment and higher purpose. Tony Robbins says that when creating change, you must connect it to a person's highest values and help them integrate the new empowering alternatives into the environment where they actually live. Help them see how the change relates to what they value most and to what ultimately 
they want to accomplish. And their highest love, uh, that's where the biggest leverage is. Totally. It might be a daughter, it might be a cause, it might be mastering an art or skill. Peer group, empowering people around. Most people, most people's lives are a reflection of the expectations of their peer groups. Your life or you live a life which is the reflection of the expectations of your peer group. If your expectations for your life are higher than those of the people around you, they will pull you down. Create an alternative which meets your needs and which is good for you, for the people around and serves the greater good. I, I, I do understand. It just, you know, just tells you to be around people who are just like-minded and do quite want to achieve as much uh, as you are willing to do or even they just are willing more than you are willing and then they just pull you and you will get some sort of successful or rich or whatever as well. Identity. Identity is the belief of who you are. One of the strongest needs in life is to... Yeah, I, I go through this. So, uh, one of the strongest needs in life is to remain consistent with your own definition of yourself or ourself, with our in identity. Changing identity will create forever change. Who are you is more than anything you can face. What shapes an identity is beliefs, psychology, language, what they focus on, the triad or triad actually, and references. So if you want to change someone's identity, give them an experience which contrasts their identity and limiting beliefs, so you start developing a new set of beliefs. Huge change in psychology, train them, train, train them to change to change them consistently and use their body consistently so it's not just one uh, uh, on-off thing. Change the person physically. In incantation, use the psychology and emotions with it. Incan incantation is psychology, language and focus, the triad. Create a peer environment in which the only possible identity is the one supported by your environment. Link so much pain to the old identity that they need to change and link pleasure into the new identity or behavior emotions parents. Pleasure is the long-term motivator for long-term as people learn to deal with the pain. And the seventh one is provide a compelling future. And the eighth and last one is help them master new skill. It gives them a sense of growth and the identity expands. Uh... uh I think I will stop there, even though it's only uh, leadership and personal mastery, which are the actual only, um, yeah, the only things that are here. I'm quite sorry that I, I might not be that good at decoding all stuff, especially not when I've just slept five fucking hours. Uh, but I do love you and I do hope that you got something out of it. But I think, yeah, you definitely did. Yeah, there was such great information in it. I do think you got something out of it. Uh, and yeah, I definitely invite you to, to uh, really listen to the last episode about this topic and just look up all the things you didn't really understand so that you can be sure that you just really understand it and can use it in your daily life or to change other people's lives. And this is, I think, the reason why I am doing it. Yeah, because I do want to help myself and I do want to help other people to get to the greatest. So, I love you lots. Uh, there's nothing more that I wish you than ultimate happiness, because with happiness, everything else comes.
And therefore, but I wish you health, or actually success, health, wealth, uh, giving back actually, legacy and happiness. So these are actually my things that I want to have. Success, wealth, health, I want to give back, happiness and the legacy. And by legacy I just mean like being nice and being like a person who is reminded of someone who was important or whatever until or after I died. And then, or with that being said, I wish you a wonderful day and or actually night and I'll see you the next time and I love you.